greetings and salutations, all y'all metalheads and butterflies, um, keys. I'm holding a keychain with a key on it. All people named Pavlos, all people named George. There's probably more people named George than Pavlos. Um, uh, I- I'm Pavlos. And I'm George. And we're just a couple metalheads. I like to talk about metal because it's lit and awesome and yeah. Insert positive adjective here. Nothing's going to be inserted. This is a pause. Well, I, I, Insert I five know, second pause. I'm talking now, George. That wasn't five seconds for us, but to our viewers, it will be five seconds. We want as much time wasted so we get more of that, that, that YouTube re- revenue. You know. I don't think that's how this works, Pablo. <laughs> if you're like a weird, like, gushing sound, it's because I'm drinking water. I'm about to do that again. I don't know if you heard it, but... I, too, just took a swig of water. I took a swig of that beer. I'm I'm underage. I, I don't drink beer. I was making a joke, so don't take that literally. Ah, so he confesses. Oh, scandalous. Dang. Alright, so... You took my sweet roll. Okay. Skyrim so. Oh, yeah, we're starting! Woo! Yeah, we're doing a show here, Pavlos. Get your oh. game face on. Okay. My game face is... A dead skin mask! Ha <laughs> Slayer ah, for instance. Good, 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 good song. <laughs> Doesn't sound like anything like the song. No. It's I'm trying to it sing the chorus. Sound like, uh, wow. Well, uh, you tried. I, I appreciated that. Oh, shoot. I feel like that's the wrong one. I may have just sung the wrong chorus. Because I get that song in South of Heaven uh, mixed up. No, I, I, I mean, it sounded... Okay. Not even either of them. That season's in the abyss. Oh, god dang it. Shoot, all the Slayer fan, diehard fans like you are going to now be like, unsubscribe, unfollow. George, George, you're just like, well, I'm not working with you anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's dead skin mask front. is uh, the one where he's like, I don't remember the lyrics, so I like that. Dead skin mask. Are, are we talking? About, are we still talking about choruses? Because the, the yeah, the chorus. Is, what's the what's the chorus of dead skin mask or the yeah? It's dance with the dead in my dreams. That's what I was sort of trying. Yeah, that one. Listen yeah, to the yeah, happiness yeah. Yeah, yeah, that Taking my soul. Taking my soul. My name's Tom Mariah. I am cool. Why, why do you sound like a pirate all of a sudden? Ailstorm? Ailstorm <laughs> <laughs> okay. all Slayer all right. songs, no. except what? Oh, yeah, we're starting. Yeah, we're doing a show. Okay, so Woo! before we get into our originally planned uh, list of stories, yeah. our um, our, uh, our 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 yeah, with our, our 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 GC, our good content. Um, I thought you were gonna say GCF, greatest common factor. 
<laughs> ah, yes. All you math fans out there are going to love that. I love um, math metal. <laughs> I like lateralis and looking at the math behind it. <laughs> Whoa, and the song Parabola is the best song in the world because it has a math to reference. Okay. All right. Chill out. Um, so earlier today, at, as, a, as we're recording this, it's Saturday. Um, it's a Saturday. It's September 5th of the year 2020 and no way and just today our good old friends from poland behemoth they they did their they did the initial stream for their in absentia day virtual concert experience Woo! i love experiencing absentia day oh my gosh i wasn't even there were you george why, yes, Mr. Hillbilly. You can call me Rick Shovel. Pablos. You can call me Rick Shovel. Oh, no, not this. Not you again. Rick Shovel. Rick Shovel's my um, other. Alter ego. It's like how um, um, people have uh, stage names, like, like Slash. That's not his real name. I don't know his real name. I don't think anybody does. Seems slash, it's what he's saying. <laughs> but anyway, so I, I, yes, to answer your question, I did uh, attend this virtual concert. Uh, I attended the initial streaming when it was live. And I'm not going to talk about the, the pre show because that was just a bunch of behind the scenes interviews and uh, an opening set from this weird, from this weird but kind of cool avant-garde jazz death metal band called Imperial Triumphant. Interesting. Huh. Um, I'm not going to go into too much detail about that. I will tell you a little bit about the show, the main showing. So the whole idea behind this virtual event was Behemoth performed in an abandoned evangelical church um, that's privately owned and it's in it's in an unknown location in Poland, and they decided to create two hours, a two hours worth live performance with cinematic elements to it. And the performance was separated into four acts. So act one, act two, act three, act four, etc. Act 23. God, how I wish for that many acts from Behemoth. Um, That's the name of a song, but, if I remember. Yes. 23, the Youth Manifesto. So off of Thelema point six. Um, they so this this performance featured it features some of their classic songs. Um, it's also it also featured songs that haven't been performed, deep cuts that haven't been performed in a very long time, and it featured the new, the live debut of one of their new songs, um, Evo Evoe. I don't know how to pronounce that, but the the one of the new songs off of a, the A Forest EP. Um, so of some of the more popular songs, they played Blow Your Trumpets, Gabriel, Conquer All, Wolves of Siberia, um, Slaves Shall Serve, Of Fire and the Void, mm. um, and Chant for Ezdekon 2000 EV. Um, as well as Bart Sabell in it to, to throw in there as well. But good mix. Also, like I said, they also played some deep cuts like Prometheon, 
Um, Shaola, more to come. Wojcicka. I don't know how to pronounce. I'm sorry, all you Polish people out there. I I apologize. Um, they also perform. Polish fans. Um, I, I know, I wish, right? Um, Nurgle's watching! <laughs> he's upset. Uh, they performed also, they also performed As Above, So Below, Sculpting the Throne of Seth, and Decade of Therion, among others. So, I love this. It was a super cool event. Um, it was very, it, it, lots, lots of dope musicianship, very cool, disturbing imagery and sounds, and lots of epic pyrotechnics that would so much, so much so that it would make uh, Slayer concerts look like a firecracker. What about Rom? No. Well, yeah, I, I, I'm using hyperbole, Pavlos. It's what we do to over exaggerate details to make them seem. A lot more epic, but oh. whatever. I, I'm I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> it was a great, it was a great, it was a great show. Um, I I bought my virtual ticket one of the first days that this was announced, and the new iTickets brought to you by Apple. Our sponsor today is Apple. Get your new iTickets that aren't even real. Are yeah, and we're not even sponsored by Apple, so why are we even talking? About? <laughs> um, oh, it's our unofficial sponsor. Well, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm trying to get them to sponsor us by me continuing to say it. Oh, the dogs! Whoa! It's happening again, boys! They're, they're, they're also happy about the unofficial sponsorship with Apple. And they were at the behemoth virtual concert, apparently. They're, they were part of the Wolves of Siberia. My dog's favorite song was... Oh, oh, they wanted to... Oh... Oh, they wanted to hear Vinvum Sabati, but they didn't hear it, and they cried. Oh, oh that's that. They're into the deep cut somewhere. Only. They yeah. Bart's Bell and any of that stuff. Um, but long story short, it, too. Long story short, it was very much worth going to, and it was very, it was very well done. Um, it, a lot of times it did feel almost like a movie in some cases. Um, and... Virtual movie. I just wanted to acknowledge and give this wonderful event the praise that it deserves on our podcast before we jump right into our other content. What are your thoughts on this very skeletal and not very well explained um, presentation on verbal presentation on this concert, Pablos? It sounds pretty lit and awesome and metal and uh, it sounds like Good times are had. Uh, the diehard fans would be excited. And uh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I, I and I, I and also I, I wouldn't be surprised if this gets like C D, vinyl, D V D, Blu-ray esque treatment like in the in, in the way distant future when this when this um, event becomes more classic and kind of more set um, tape mo mon monolithic eight track <laughs> um 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 that's it there's there's, yeah. no, there's nothing else there's nothing else to say i'm done i, I i'm i'm done that that was it behemoth whoa done cool whoa behemoth 
He's the guy, he's the guy who goes, I, in the beginning of the song, he goes, I, but uh, I can't, I, I, there, I did it. That, that was not your best. And then it's like a weird That's echo. That's more like it. It's like an echo, like a, uh, 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 yeah, 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 you're doing what Nurgle would do. Oh no, what have I done with my life? <laughs> Why? How did I be make? I try not to make myself a meme, but now I am. I've become a meme to these people. We're literally making memes. But literally only to these people, the two people on Earth. What if Nurgle actually sponsored us? I I, I, I would be I would be honored and confused at the same time. Okay. I feel like, why? Uh, oh, yeah. All right. All right. So. Next. Not everything has been good news. So. I want to say last week. Weekend. Unexpectedly, yeah. we heard. And this kind of. We, we, we talked about this band uh, in our last episode. And yeah. Oh, they, they could be the face of a new wave of, I don't know, uh. I didn't say this exactly, but I, I, I thought of after we did that episode, they could be the face of a new incarnation or a new form of a thrash metal because yeah, yeah. Slayer, like I, if you look at like their videos and stuff, a lot of Slayer fans are like Slayer and Power Trip are the two best bands ever. They're the two best thrash metal and they make a lot of stuff like, mm. like, well, with that type of talk, then they can become... But uh, the lead vocalist, Riley Gale, sadly um, passed away uh, last weekend. Um, don't know how he died, but it was so out of nowhere. Like, there was no updates on anything or if he was sick or not. I, he, I don't think he has any social media accounts. And the Power Trip's main account didn't say anything about that but he died at the age of uh 34 and wow it was in he the funny thing the whole band has never lost a single member really no no they have okay they the drummer was replaced but that was mm -hmm. two years after they started and they hadn't released any of their studio studio albums yet and then they, they released their first studio album a few years afterwards so so they kept the they same lineup from uh, like it's like System of a Down. They had one drummer before. But right. Like the same lineup in their professional studio album career. Yeah. Yeah. And. Yeah, that. Sorry. I don't know. And I. My condolences to his family and, of mm -hmm. course, the, the band, the, the band themselves. Uh, this was yeah. a shock for the whole community. And. I want to give some shout-outs to some people. There, there were a lot of... You could tell he was well-loved. People, uh, the posts I saw on Instagram were all like, oh, he was an outgoing guy. And, like, the comments on YouTube videos were like, I met him. He was really friendly, and he was just so outgoing, and he was good at speaking his mind. Um, Matt Heffy from Trivium said that he was an honor to have uh, toured with as well. And... Um, his last thing that he ever that we have that he recorded on was with uh, on Body Count's new album, and 
Ice-T was thankful that he got to meet him and was able to get him on a song. Yeah, it, I mean, it's always super sad to lose anybody. Like, um, that in, you know, like we all know, or at least many of us know what it is to lose a loved one, whether it be a pet or uh, a person or a, a family member, a friend. Like, we all know what that's like. And it always hurts when we lose an artist. Uh, especially to us music fans, because that's what that that's what gives us life and 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 um, enhanced meaning to living. Yeah. And 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 this and this loss in particular hurts a lot, like a lot more, because as you said, they were up and coming. They were a super promising act. Um, their their album Nightmare Logic was an absolute triumph. Yeah, and um, um, even though their first um, record, uh, Manifest Decimation, wasn't as popular, it's I listened to both, and it's still. I mean, the the only thing that's different about it is the production level is a bit lower. But other than that, mm -hmm. still, and, um, if you like thrash and just hardcore music, even. Even if you like hardcore punk, you would you, you would find this very interesting and would love it. Mm -hmm. Music is very good. And I don't mean to sound insensitive because I, I wasn't a huge fan or I wasn't a, a, a very intent follower of this band because I wasn't too. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't too keen on them. Like they were fine. Like they're, I, I liked what they were doing, but not to the point of like me being a fan. Um, but I'm. I'm intrigued to see what they'll what this band will do moving forward because they could pull um, an Alice in Chains, a Stone Temple Pilots, and find some other vocalist that could that could pull somewhat his own weight. Um, yeah, and, and continue on his power trip, um, or they could dissolve and then reform with a different guy under a different name. So just like, let, let power trip be power trip. Like let that stay um, immortalized in the history books and then just continue music with, with a new name or they could just dissolve and stay kaput. Just don't do anything. Just, you know, uh, not make any more music, which would be sad, but I totally understand it. Um, but yeah, there, there's a, they, this band has been presented with a very painful but intriguing crossroads that they can that they can choose from. Yes, but yeah, so they have uh, they have options of what they can do with in the future. Um, though, if they do end up getting a lead, another lead singer, um, it could go either way. It's either gonna usually. It's either going to be, okay, we're liking it, or, oh my lord, this is terrible. Based on history, but sometimes that's a good sign that your old lead singer meant so much that you can't, like, it's hard to, like, to replace him. Plus, well, I, 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 um, think it, I, think it, I think it should be kept in mind that when facing these kinds of decisions and finding a new lead singer, think of it not as replacing them but more like finding a, a, a like a good enough substitute that could do that could you know do 
do the deceased nay uh the deceased one proud you know what i'm saying like give yeah. them honor but, but that's a better also, way of putting like, it like like fill in their shoes enough so that they could still be a band but not but not outright replace them because again like depending on you know depending on how people feel like everyone's unique and especially especially people like lane staley and um uh and like Chester Bennington or um, or Scott Whalen, like those those are those are vocalists that they're 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 one of a kind. You're not going to get those kinds of people back, you know. And it, and it's important to honor that you're not going to find another one. But then at the same time, it's also important that you might want to seek. A new a new vocalist to find some healing to to move on and to continue making music. Um, with that, uh, I hope that uh, all the members of Power Trip hope everyone does well. Um, I'm gonna assume that they're not going to be on the Creator Lamb of God tour anymore, mm-hmm. but um, it would be cool if um, they did a show. Like it is memory, and they had like I, I don't know. They had like they they brought out like Phil and Selmo out to do the. Lead oh yeah. I, yeah, they could they could totally pull like an an Alice in Chains and bring up like a ton of guest vocalists. Right, like when Chester died, when Chester died, and then that Lincoln Park did that as well. Yeah, they also and had they, I think System of a Down was there as well. Yeah, right? mo- all the members except for, uh, Serge were there. Um, mm-hmm. They and maybe uh, I don't know. If, I think John was there. I've remember okay. at the live stream but that would be cool i mean they're not as prominent and as famous as mm-hmm. lincoln park is and they probably never will be but i could be very surprised <laughs> they could end up being the biggest band i mean how many people thought that nirvana were gonna be the biggest band in the world nobody and then they did well yeah and it's hard to say with with how with the way that history played out yeah kurt taking his own life but um like they they very well could have been like a candle box you know that just had like a string of good albums and then totally forgotten but i mean we'll see who knows all right rest in peace riley gale um i salute you you can't see me but i'm giving him a salute and a metal horns um yeah, giving you a metal horn salute, um, Mr. Gales. Please rest peacefully. He didn't get the executioner's tax, or maybe I could say he did, because that's uh, to diehard fans. That's a song that they wrote, and yeah, it's in a in a good way. His own song. Mm-hmm. Hey, executioner's here. Hey, there's gonna be hell to pay. Swear the axe. It did. Does everyone like it? Does everyone like Pablo's onomatopoeia uh, rendition of Executioner's Tax Swing of yeah. the Axe by Power Trip? Whoa, they love it! <laughs> and the crowd goes wild! <laughs> I'll insert some Swing of the Axe. Alright, did it. Um, <laughs> Alright, up next on our uh, lovely, lovely news. Man, uh, this guy, this guy just—he just wants to keep being in here. We we put him in at episode, our last episode, and here he is again. 
is nuts. Who? Well, CMFT, dude. Come on. That guy. <laughs> you were talking about me. I thought, I thought you thought I was doing a voice and I was like, what? <laughs> No, no, I was, I was referring, I was referring to, to Mr. Corey, Corey. Yeah, he keeps later. showing up. It's, it's like, <laughs> yeah, he wants to be on there. He wants to be the center of attention. I mean, I think, uh, I think, um, certain people would like to be talked about the exact same amount, but they just won't. Yeah. First. But yeah, anyway, so Corey Taylor, he released a new song called Highway, Highway Six Six Six. And that's actually a real highway, uh, backstory. Claimed to be haunted. Uh, a lot of car crashes have happened there. There's a string of um, murder of uh, a guy who took a... There were three guys who took control of like, a vehicle nearby. Mm -hmm. Then they shot a police officer, drove out. They switched vehicles and forced a guy to give them their vehicle. And then they injured two other police officers. When they got to highway... 666 they disappeared into the canyon and they have never one of the okay uh one of the guy one of the three guys um was found and he from what i remember he shot some policemen and then killed himself Ooh. and the other two haven't been sighted uh uh haven't been seen uh since the night oh. since the event in the 90s and it's it's a very mysterious things. There's a whole there's like a house where a little kid fell into a well along the road. It's there's a whole lot of weird stuff. Um, if you want to believe it's haunted, then uh, you can. Um, or if you want to believe it just also happens to be okay, it just happens to be uh, the number six six six, and it happens to have all these things. And do that too. But yeah, that's the name of the Corey Taylor song. What'd you think of it, George? It, it was pretty neat. I, I, okay. I want to say that picture this, if you will, you take Johnny cash sounding riffs, like the way that they're structured. Okay. Uh, throw in some British heavy metal guitar, styled guitar solos. Okay. And then throw in some proto thrash speed metal esque drum beats that are that are scattered throughout. Mix it all together, and you basically get this song. That's basically yeah. what it was. It, it's it was this, very hillbilly uh, country, but also got some heavy stuff in it. Yeah, lyrically, this is a very interesting song because. It certainly sounds like there are allusions to maybe a battle with a, a, a vice or several vices, maybe. Um, it was kind of even, unclear. A little or bit even the maybe even the renouncing of a friendship that that uh, proved to be painful internally, like emotionally speaking. So it, there's many ways that you could look at this song, and that's and that's one of the things that. Corey Taylor has always been super gifted at is writing lyrics that many people can look at and and interpret based on their own experiences. Um, it's a lot. You know, nothing is nothing is just based on like how he originally wrote it. It's 
it, uh, many things can be derived and interpreted from it. Um, but I, I do want to say that for this upcoming record, I really like how each single that he's released has its own distinct identity. Like it's they're they're each very different from one another, right? And yeah, it's, and, and again, I, and, we said this last week. He's putting everything he hasn't worked on and just shoving it into an album. A little bit like, yeah. we, like CMFD must be stopped was like a hip, like a hard rock hip hop anthem song. Yeah. And then. Uh, Black Eyed Blues is like, like so, country blues. Pop, and then, yeah, 60s love song or something. And then this is like. Devil Went Down to Georgia meets. Little, some like I, I was thinking maybe more or, like Ghost Riders in the Sky meets metal. Actually, yeah, that mean that that's kind of about me with like a heavy version of that, but like with a yeah, and with a different story. Yeah, that's a good. Story. So I, that's so I like how I like how he's arranging these singles, and that it's gonna it definitely add it definitely bolsters the the claim that he made that this is gonna be a very incredibly diverse and different album experience than he has ever that that he has ever released period um i i'm definitely not i'm still not swayed to buying it but i but from a creative art artistic standpoint i am loving what he's doing with this i think this is fantastic and he listens to a lot of music a lot a lot i mean this i mean this this album's going to be proof in and of itself it's like me. He basically, he basically listens to what I listen to. Except yeah, I'm very picky on my metal. It's weird. Yes, you are. It's really I, I, weird. I, I, it's very, and, very strange well, how I and, choose. And granted, I, I, I've also become pretty picky of my metal in in recent days. Um, but I don't have a di- as diverse of a selection as you do. Like I. Like again, my main I I mainly stick to rock, metal, and electronica, and then maybe a few other things. But that's about it. Like those are my three. Like electronic, metal, and rock are kind of my three, my three areas that I stick to most. Um, yeah, but you know, it's all good. All right, awesome. Next up, oh. This is- this, next, this is exciting. This, yeah. This the cool. one and only. There's this documentary about this dude. You may have heard of him. The one and only. The Prince of Darkness. Godfather of Heavy Metal. Ozzy Osbourne. I'm Ozzy Osbourne, the f- Prince of Darkness. Sharon, help me. I need to get out of bed. Sharon, change my diaper. Sharon! What should I do, Sharon? Ozzy, what you need to do is cancel your tour. Okay, Sharon, I want to die anyway. Marilyn Manson was waiting for me. I have to call him. Hey, Marilyn. Yes, Ozzy, how are you? Oh, well, uh, Sharon said I can't do it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ozzy. I'll just, I'll just not tour. I'll just decide not to even do a tour. I'll just go lay down and sleep and hang out with Johnny Depp. Okay, have fun with Johnny Depp. Yeah, me, him, and Nicolas Cage are going to our mansion. <laughs> oh, I, to all the listeners at home, you can't see this, but I am 
crying because of this little improvisational performance that just occurred right before me. It went from just so to him funny. calling Marilyn Manson. <laughs> I could have kept oh. going, but... Uh, oh, I know you could have. You, you, you I was thinking, I was... That- my favorite moment, I, people have so many stories that they can talk to about Ozzy Osbourne. Like Corey Taylor, he said the first time he met Ozzy, he was like, okay, I'm going to meet him. I have, I'm gonna, I have this whole thing I want to say to him. And like how great he just walks in. All, the first thing Ozzy says is, hi, okay, uh, hi, can I be in your band? Can I be number nine in your band? And he's like, anytime, Ozzy. You can be number nine anytime you want. Okay. And, and he was like, that's the coolest thing ever. Ozzy wants to be in my band. I mean, what if Ozzy came into our band and said, hey, just a couple mileheads. Can, can I be on a podcast, please? Please, can I be on a podcast? Yeah. Oh, my so God. So, Ozzy, you could be that whenever you want. Well, just just a couple metalheads and, um, and, Ozzy on and an ex-drug user. <laughs> well, see... You would be able to say that. I would just be sitting in my chair, stunned to silence, not being able to say a word until he leaves the room. And then I'd quiver out, it was Ozzy. Oh that's, my God. That's why, that's why if we ever end up doing an interview, you're just going to like be like, hi, how are you? And I'll be like, well, are you doing? Unless I don't know. I, mean, I think depending on the person who's in the room, I'll probably be like a little nervous. Yeah. Well, right. But yeah. Anyway. Documentary about uh, our our boy Ozzy. Well, our he's more like a grandfather right now. Many many people. He's uh, here. Mm, and yeah, it, I don't remember the official date when it's coming out. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I feel like we. I feel like we could start with. What is how in what what you think this will mainly talk about? Well, from what it seems, I think it's just it'll be pretty fairly straightforward, like fairly autobiographical. Like talks about his career with Black Sabbath, and then his explosion as a solo artist, and then the and his his bouts with with drugs and alcohol and um, and uh, other and other vices that he has dealt with throughout his career and they'll probably also touch on his ingenious idea of making Oz Ozfest in the uh Ozfest happen and it becoming the biggest one of the biggest metal festivals in the world um so i think it's just going to be a it's going to be uh yeah it's just going to be a i think basically a an overview of his life's accomplishments and achievements yeah i, I would uh, think some of the people they're interviewing to talk about him are actually Marilyn Manson is on that. And I believe I saw, I believe if I remember, um, uh, Rob Halford was on that is going to be in. Really? I, I know, I know I the rem- trailer, I, I know the trailer had Rick Rubin in there and I thought I saw Rob, Rob Zombie. Oh, Rob and Zombie. I- Never mind. It was, yeah, Rob Zombie was on there. Um, yeah. So I saw Rob Halford in the CMFT uh, Must Be Sought music video, and that's what I was thinking of. But I uh, saw Marilyn uh, on the uh, interview list, too. They're really good friends, I think. If I remember, like, the pictures they have together, they're like, yeah, we're best friends. We're going to work on a hip-hop album together. 
Ozzy. Oh yeah, those. It, uh, it also, yeah. Po- uh, did you say Post Malone? Post Malone was on there too. Yeah. Post yeah, Post Malone. I will. Post Malone is. I I hate it when most people in our generation are like, is Ozzy Osbourne famous because of Post Malone? And I'm like, do you know? No. Ozzy may have invented Post Malone. Post Malone was in a metal band before he did this. Yeah. Yeah. True. He did a show with he was wearing a black metal T-shirt. And all the fans are like, ew, he uses the black metal. And he's like, okay. I'm wearing tattoos on my face. And is that that's what you're mad about. Not not even the way I look. It's you're you're mad that I wore a shirt for a black metal band. Thank you. Yeah. He listens he listens to a lot of of uh and I like him because he's original, but again, I don't want to talk about Post Malone right now. We just sort of <laughs> Yeah. There's not much I can say about him except that he's kind of cool. Yeah. He's cool. He actually challenged a uh, uh, the uh, the Aussies, one of Aussies uh, producers in a guitar solo challenge. Dude, that's rad. That's awesome. <laughs> I, well, so so the, the, and this documentary is going to be called "The Nine Lives of Ozzy Osbourne," right? Isn't yeah, because he's called? a cat. Obviously, yeah. like I'm a cat now. Well, no, he's more like a bat. He got bit by a bat, turned into a cat, and now he's just, ah yes. He's now he's just Does an old monkey. He's just an old monkey, old wrinkly monkey. Yeah, that's that's very true. A- anyway, um, I'm pretty excited for this documentary, mainly just because the thing about Ozzy Osbourne is that I'm going to say this straight up: only album from his solo career that I own is Blizzard of Oz, and it's not even my favorite record. It, it's a good one. <laughs> it's a decent one, but and it, but it has Crazy Train and and uh, some, some of his other notable hits, uh, Randy Rhodes being on that record, going nuts. Yeah, um, Randy but, Rhodes. But and mainly, I, I, I like his... I, I, and mainly, I, I like um, uh, Ozzy's material with Black Sabbath. So I'm not, a, I'm not the biggest... I'm not the biggest Aussie fan, but the thing about the thing about that uh, the thing about Aussie is this: you could not ask for a more loving and nurturing patron of heavy metal than Aussie. He has done so much for the genre and pushed and 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 has pushed the genre to to continue still being um, a a means. Uh, a, a means for uh, that uh, a, ty- a certain extreme type of music to live on in 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 the modern era and uh, in spite of all this these pop hip hop mainstream music like I mean seriously like d- didn't you tell me that like the first Ozfest he was like welcoming in like bands like Tool and and Marilyn Manson and Fear Factory uh, was there Fear- too. Fear factor and they weren't Pantera. even big. That's what I. Yeah. Again, so Ozfest. What I love, I would love to go to an Ozfest. Oh, absolutely! First of all, it's- one, you get to actually, I get to lay eyes upon maybe the most legendary man in men- in metal, Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. But he also has like, he has some of like the coolest openers. Like Corn has been on there. Uh, Judas yeah. Beast. 
Uh, Fear Factory's been on it. Not recently. They were on like the first four, and then they just slip Slipknot. I think Slipknot no, was was Slipknot's was not on there. Too. They've been on yeah. And sometimes uh, Slipknot's festival, not fest, will they'll they'll actually do stuff with Ozfest, like the, the day. Yeah, after. they did. They did the the combo. I remember that like, from a couple of years back. If I get older, um, I might drive to an. If they keep Ozfest going, I, I feel like they would keep Ozfest going after. Oh, absolutely. And they would just yeah. bands like Corn uh, lead the festival or System of a Down. So well, System of a Down's been on there too. Well, I mean, I think back in the mid '90s, the first Ozfest, the whole idea was was that the 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 '90s reunion of the original Black Sabbath lineup was headlining, and then they had a bunch of the the uh, the up and coming names of metal uh, a part of that. So you had you know you had Pantera, you had Marilyn Manson, you had Fear Factory, you had uh, probably Machine Head, maybe, uh, um, and and stuff like that um, leading the charge. So, and I think as, um, you know, Black Sabbath members have retired and have taken a, uh, a seat back, it's just become like a metal festival. So it's like, okay, yeah. we're just going to have three days uh, and there's going to be a headliner for each day and there's going to be a bunch of opening bands, et cetera. So I... I think yeah. it's kind of just become one of those festivals, but even so, could be it's 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 a magical it's a I mean it is a magical place in in the world of heavy metal. It's it's mm-hmm. highly revered. It's uh something that I would love to go to. I've heard people mm-hmm. see Ben there. I know a guy saw Matt saw Disturbed there. Back, oh yeah. Uh, back when they did like the um uh like in liberate era so real old school like 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 when believe, prayer like, like like when prayer first came out and they were over they they opened with prayer at shows oh dude and, yeah that's that's sweet and uh uh also i know someone who said that there was a uh i don't know if this was at Ozfest, but there was a show where it was black sabbath and ozzy osbourne separate and um this was when they brought back Ronnie J or this is when Ronnie James Dio was either brought back or was in the band and he oh. show because Ozzy was headlining and yeah. they had Rob Halford yeah. come on. Oh, really? Just as, which is still, that's, that's, that's a perfectly fine replacement. Oh, absolutely. Cause Ozzy, cause the thing was Ozzy didn't do it because at the time they were like, Tony, I was like, I want to do like, uh, neon nights and stuff like that and mm. he's like i'm not gonna sing that which yeah sense he has every right to not sing that right yeah because it's not his material so they just had rob halford come out and then ozzy came i think ozzy came out for a song with black sabbath and rob and rob halford or something um okay legendary yeah I, I i recall this being a legendary story i think this was in the early 90s right because i remember because Ronnie James Dio returned to the fold to Black Sabbath very briefly in the early yeah. 90s uh, for their for the album Dehumanizer, I think. And that must have been for that tour cycle or that promotional cycle around I, that time. I also know that in the 80s and 90s, Ozzy came back to do a couple show, a few shows with Black Sabbath. Uh, some rec- there's some there's some fun. There's some recordings of of of. Ozzy looking weird in the in the eighties in his a weird eighties look, but with Black Sabbath. And I'm gonna say weird. Ozzy basically invented headbanging. 
Yeah. You'll see him in in like videos where they're playing uh, the song Black Sabbath. And he's like, yeah, with his long. Now he does this. Hair. He does like. This is this. He's People. Like, <laughs> okay, Pablos, I don't think this translates very well because people can't just see what your body is doing. He's bouncing it. Yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're saying. Like, you know, back in the day when he was uh, a, 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 um, a younger and probably more healthy man. Uh, yeah, you, like, you know, he headbanged. And, now it, and nowadays, yeah, he just kind of bounces. He kinda, and he like, just bobs. says, and he goes, Sharon! Yeah, still, still a button hit my play. mouth. I actually have a bit of bat again. Ozzy, why'd you do that? I just saw the bat and I noticed you go, K-chunk. why don't you go eat a sandwich every time you go on stage instead <laughs> of stop eating bats? I'm okay. I'll eat a dove this time. He ate a pigeon once. Wow. On live TV or something. But, okay, anyway, re- regardless of Ozzy's strange antics, I'm excited for this documentary because, again, we get to see it's. It, it sounds like it's going to be a pretty thorough look at Ozzy's career and what he's done and, and the uh, his and, period. And, and I can't. He, uh, the. I was say, oh, the period where he had the uh, uh, his uh, show, the Osbournes, which has oh yeah, rebooting that. for a special season. <laughs> really. That's, uh, I heard a rumor on it. I saw. I, th- I, oh. I I could be wrong, but I think I saw somewhere that they were. Uh, there was a rumor that mm. be rebooted for another special. Well, scene. as much as I love Ozzy, I, I'm gonna probably uh, stay out of watching that. But anyways, I'm just excited to see. Mainly, I'm just excited to see all the people that are, get are that get interviewed and pay Ozzy tribute because Ozzy's the ghost a of lot Randy of Rhodes. Woo! Oh yeah, very good. Because I'm just excited. I think more than anything, I'm just excited to see like all of the musicians that, like that, entertain me as an individual, and like you know people that I look mm-hmm. up to, look up to Ozzy, like and give him praise. And uh, and I, I I heavily look forward to to seeing that. I mean, Metallica has to be on there, right? I mean, Lars Ulrich. I mean, I mean, Ozzy handpicked them. To be his opener during uh, during his tour cycle for the Ultimate Sin, it was it was it and was, the Master what, Puppets era. Um, well, that's what well, like that's what I'm saying. It was like when when Metallica just released Master Puppets, Ozzy handpicked them to be his opener, and and I think I have I read online that some people like that's the that's, everyone was thinking that's the one good thing that Ozzy did during the Ultimate Sin era. Because I, I, if I remember correctly, Ultimate Sin was more glam metal than his traditional heavy metal in the Shot past. Shot in the Dark was on there, if I remember right. Yes, and, and people like that song. But... Love that song. Love that song. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, Ozzy. Lars Lars Ulrich comes in. Yeah, I remember when we were opening for Ozzy. I remember that time uh, when Oh I my had gosh, hair. that was so long ago. I was so young back then. I hair, actually, crazy. I actually tried to be good at drums. <laughs> to blind myself that I think I'm getting better, but I'm not get. I'm just saying the same after all the years. Oh wow! Hey James! Wow. Hey hey! Hey, do with the camera. You look like an idiot. <laughs> he 
he shouldn't have left the band. You know, Jason, I, I know this has nothing to do with Ozzy, but I'm still a bit mad that Jason left the band. Like, I, I look at him, at least we kicked Dave out. At least Dave was kicked out for a reason. Because he was uh, he was kind of a jerk when he was on, when he was, you know, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of forgive you, Jason, but you left the best band in the world. Better than Ozzy. Moving on. Oh, Next up. big, big news to some people. This is not a super, super big news. This is big news. This is big some... news to those who like this band in particular. Yeah. It's a very, this is a legendary band known as the. We actually referenced them earlier in the video. Yeah. Or in this um, episode. Yeah, uh, during uh, Aussie stuff. Um, the one and only Fear. Factory. Oh. Alright, so the news is um Dino's Oh the dogs are excited too! <laughs> Did they cover a song called like Dog Day Sunrise or something on uh their album? Oh, that's that's what I think. But it's just a cover. I know, it's one of my favorites though. I love that song. I can't hear you because the dogs are rocking. They're okay, well, why don't you be quiet? Aspen, Shelby, come here. Oh, my Lord, be quiet, you infer infernal machines. Ah, I'm just kidding. Aspen, hey, audience, audience listening to this, you cannot see my face, but I am face calming so hard. <laughs> All right. So on Dino's Instagram, um, yes, he's a dinosaur. <laughs> That's amazing. You know, okay. you watch Dino Saucers. What? <laughs> In the late eighties, there's a show called Dino Saucers. They were a bunch of alien dinosaurs. The the villain was Genghis Rex. We're just gonna stay, Pablo. Stay on topic. <laughs> so, uh. He posted this three days ago on September 2nd. He said on his Instagram, he, on the post, he says, Today is September 2nd. It's my 54th birthday. I've been through a lot of sh I'm bleeping that out. You'll hear a terrible drum sound said. Um, yeah. Ooh, uh, through, a, through a lot of sh these past four years. I know! I said a bad word! Get over it, animal! Um, all right. Fear Factory lawsuits, parentheses, he says, I won. Bankrupt, bankruptcy lawsuit, I won. Huge illegal debt, I need help. Uh, divorce, which he says wasn't easy. Uh, with help from my family and friends, I'm thriving and surviving. New Fear Factory music in 2020 and new Assassino music. That's, his, uh, that's another band that he's in. And uh, yeah, that's what he says. Wait, one second. Before we go forward, did he actually say new Fear Factor in 2020 or 2021? 2021. I said 21. Yeah, 2021. Which is still... Okay, I, I just want to check because... We're nearing that said, time. You said 2020, so I just wanted to, to clarify. That's but yeah. That's exciting. Very exciting. Uh, first I, oh, off, happy, happy belated birthday to, to Dino. Love, love your craft. Hope manager. you're listening. You're very good. You're awesome. You can officially sponsor us. 
not going to happen, Papa. I'm We're sorry. unofficially sponsored by Dino. We're bringing you news from the new Fear Factory news. Not even Loudwire has talked about this. Come on, Loudwire, up your game. (laughs) This is why we're better than Loudwire. Oh, yes. So much better. Anyway, (laughs) I I am very excited. Well, because for a a little little backstory to to how this whole went down, all the way back in, was it 2018? 2019? 2016 is when they last stopped doing... Uh, well, I know that was when they last released something, but Bert, uh, I know, but the vocalist, Burton C. Bell, said that they had an album all done. Oh, that? Yeah, it's 20... Monolith. And was that, that was in 2018, and then, and then Dino... Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about, which basically confirmed that it wasn't done. I think they're both they're working still legal on things. battles. Uh, I don't know how well they were working together because, as we know now, uh, Bert, uh, Burton Seabell was is were was work is working on uh, releasing a new uh, Ascension of the Watchers uh, album. Yeah, he he hasn't released. Uh, but I'm guessing he's, be, he has things set be aside a, for Fear Factory. I mean, it makes yeah. sense. Like, I mean, they've had all the time. They're probably ready to do something. They're probably ready with some things. So like some Fear Factory? Oh, I, no doubt. I mean, My guess is they probably start. Maybe they started working on after Dino was like, he may have been like, oh, we're not working on anything. But then afterwards, he's like, hey, Burton, what if we start working on something now? And they're like, yeah, maybe. That's yeah. My I, guess. I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if that whole thing with the new album was just nothing more than a miscommunication, and they they sorted it out behind uh, in the back rooms. They're like, oh, okay, okay, let's start working on this or whatever, and start organizing it um but yeah like regardless uh fear factory fans have been dying to see some new material and it w- and it was almost looking like we would never see this band release anything new again because of the the messy legal entanglements they were in with their former <laughs> bandmates luckily i've only been a fan of, a real fan for less than a year <laughs> for me i'm i'm good uh, for some I, of you, people for me, have been like, for me, I think it's around two years I've been a fan of this. Band yeah, too. and I mean that's not long, but <laughs> yeah, I'm very happy that I am into this amazing band. Number nine, uh, yeah, they're number nine on my top ten best metal bands. Yeah, yeah, you they might be that. right. They might be better than Metallica because I redid their playlist for them and i re-listened to a lot of their music and i'm like oh there's mm-hmm. songs and then i was like Ooh. and yeah awesome but yeah and um and one more thing is like i, I really hope that dino's doing okay because and i really hope that yeah. he that legal bills don't slay him because that would be absolute that would be an absolute atrocity upon mankind if like the legal battles were resolved only for him to be consumed by legal debt before he could uh do any any new music so much uh all all good thoughts and good vibes sending to the fear factory parties uh keep safe and can't wait to hear some new material from you guys so uh i have a theory of what could happen so yeah 2021 is coming up. 
coming yeah. around the corner, and uh, there's some cool things mm -hmm. happening already. So, but if we do get near new Fear Factory, maybe yeah. mid the middle of a uh, twenty twenty one would be nice. But that's also um, the twenty fifth anniversary. It's uh, also an anniversary year for uh, D Manufacturer. What if they opened it up with a with an because I know this year is the twenty fifth anniversary, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it's the twenty fifth year. What if they toured for the twenty fifth? But in what if they retoured for it as an opening, as like hmm. back in twenty twenty one, and just said because it's I I know it it's it's this year, but it would be a cool thing to start with, like 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 right before or right around before when before they release their new music, they just go they just do like a little promotional tour to like celebrate a, the red like a, the like to red the the resurrection, which is a Fear Factory song. <laughs> ha yeah yeah. Um. I don't know. I, I think that's interesting because, well, I'm trying to think about it like this. If Dino con if Dino confirmed that new Fear Factory was going to come out in 2021, that probably already means that he and Burton and all the other members are working on stuff right now as we speak while social distancing. Um, I know I know Behemoth already slated themselves. I know Nurgle already slated Behemoth for a 2021 uh, release. So... We got that to look forward to as Behemoth well. Behemoth for your Fear um, Factory tour. Probably would be, never happen, but it would be cool. That would be interesting. I know Behemoth had a, a little bit of an industrial influence on their first couple of black and death metal records, but uh, then that they quickly flushed that out of their system with uh, Demigod. But whatever. Anyways, um, so if I'm thinking about this correctly, and they're already making music, I wouldn't be surprised if they did like a spring summer 2021 release of their new record and then did a subsequent summer fall tour for that record. And so that would be awesome. It seems likely that that might be what we get. I would be down. Have to wait and see. Oh, I'm I'm down for it. Yeah, and then we could uh and then we'd go if they came to Portland. Yeah. And we Woo. we'd get a fresh Burton Seabell. With a freshed up voice, because oh, yeah, like it was waning on him at the by the end of the. Uh, well, they they uh, they toured. They they tour a lot. Did they tour a lot for Genesis? They they did a they they almost did nonstop touring. For a for like years, no, for a long while, like for for. I mean, they would get like a two month break and then go back to touring, but that's still. Yeah. Because, I mean, they're, they're not the biggest well, uh, in the world, so it would make sense. It's like uh, the band Pennywise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, when, when you're not... They haven't not constantly toured since basically COVID, and the lead singer ended up leaving the band for about three or four years because he was like, my kids are growing up, I want to be a dad, but I don't feel like I am right now, so he left for like four years before returning because... I mean, there's members of Pennywise as they've done this since they were like, maybe some of them in their teens. And some of them haven't even had a girlfriend at any point in their lives. They have no time. I can, I can relate to that to some degree. God, I feel like I'll never, I'll never have, I'll never be in a romantic relationship. But that's, uh, that's, that's, that's another, that's a, that's a thing for another video, for another episode. 
<laughs> how sad our love lives are. They're so empty and shallow. And but when Fear Factory comes out with new, when Fear Factory comes out with new music, I don't need any relationships. Woo! Hear the screaming voice of Burton C. Bell, screaming. Yeah.